Good morning, world. How are you today? Good morning. Wherever you are in the world, I welcome you again to... Wow, what a show. You know, the heavens declare the glory of God and day according to the psalm that we quote every morning, Psalm 19. Not only does the heaven declare, the heavens declare, but the day itself uttereth speech. The glory of God is everywhere. It's everywhere. There's no place you can be or go that you do not encounter the magnificence of God. And so we have no excuse, really and truly. And, you know, like, I'm not trying to... Um, you know, blame or point the finger or any, anything of that nature because I myself have been redeemed from a state of lostness. But we really don't have any reason not to acknowledge that there is God. And I believe that's why wherever there are people who have yet to hear the gospel or who were not in their um, lineage, you know, acquainted with the coming of Jesus Christ and and the law that he left to this place, uh, to the, um, not place, people, Israel. I believe that's why they have worshipped nonetheless, you know, their um, observation of the natural world leads them to believe that somehow there is a greater power than man. And so we must acknowledge every day that God's glory is on display. And that's why we call this outreach, this live podcast of Rehoboth Institute of the Arts, we call it WOW. <laughs> because I declare to you, when I saw the, um, for the first time I was at Niagara Falls, on the Canadian side, I wasn't on the American side. I don't know what it's like, but I heard, we heard that it was more spectacular on the Canadian side. And so we were on the Canadian side and um, I could hear the water falling long blocks before we got there. And I was absolutely petrified. And then when I got there and actually saw that water coming down by the oh my goodness, gallons and gallons and gallons fall. And you can hear it. It's like the roar uh, of a, a lion almost. It's like really big. I was, I, I was amazed and I was frightened. Can you believe it? Good morning, everyone. Hello, it's so good that you're here. I am glad to have you. And uh, I have as a co-host, my dear, beloved friend and sister in Christ Jesus, Miss Benona. So here we are. We're going to read today from the book of Proverbs yet again. We are presently in chapter eight. So we'll get right in so I don't hold you forever. And uh, good morning, Benona. Light touch. Good morning. Good morning. Can you good morning. Yes, turn your phone up a bit, please, ma'am. And I will hear you even better. So, are you ready? Is that better? Just a bit? 
Yes. Okay. I can now. Yes. Well, I couldn't hear. You know, you always come in very soft. So that's that's uh, just, you know, that's how you come in. But I hear you. I do. And you're going to read, so I'll be quiet. Okay? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Oh, Lord, be with us through our reading today. And expose the truth that you want us to hear. And uh, let these words fall on receptive ears and hearts. And give us your wisdom and your understanding. Thank you. Amen. Chapter 8, Proverbs. Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way and the places of the path. She cried at the gate, at, at the entry of the city, at the coming in of the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right to you. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to them that understand and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than wisdom, and all the things that you desire are not to be compared to it. I, wisdom, dwell with truth, and find out knowledge of witty intention. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. Counsel is one, and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign, and princes decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek my, me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yes, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of just judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit and I will fill, fill their treasures. The Lord preserves me in the beginning of his work, before his work to go. I was set up forever lasting from the beginning, forever the first When there were no gaps, I was brought forth. 
When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills God brought forth, while as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the his decree that the water should not pass his commandments, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him, and I was there with delight, rejoicing always with him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delight was in the sons of men. Now, therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep their way. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my door. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Amen. Amen. Whoso hateth me, or sinneth against me, wrongeth his own soul, and although they, those that hate me, love death. Very, very strong words. Strong words. Um, I'm following your lead in terms of the comments that are, are, are being made, uh, Sister Benona. You want to highlight any verse at this point? Um, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. And that would be verse what? That's verse 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, to me, wisdom is saying. I love them that love me. And so in that, I believe wisdom is telling us that when we find, when we seek righteousness and wisdom and ask for wisdom and because God gives it, then you are walking in the privilege of, of blessing because mm -hmm. Yes, love them that love me. I love them that love me. That is a good uh, starting point also in this discussion today. 
uh, it begins, verse one says, does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She stands in the top of high places, by the way, in the places of the paths. She cries at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. She's crying to you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. Now, that just says something very, very powerful, right? We heard before that wisdom crieth out in the streets. You know, and he went through that. I think it's in chapter two, the beginning of chapter two. And here, I believe that the point is that there is no place you can turn or go or be that wisdom is not calling to every one of us. Now, then that makes you say, well, what is wisdom that, you know, I can see it everywhere um, or that I could hear it everywhere? We have to then realize that wisdom, right, is in God. Wisdom is what God has done in the earth. Wisdom is the order that God has set. Even from government, which he has ordained for the ordering of societies, it doesn't mean that government is not corrupt. It doesn't mean that, you know, not that government is corrupt, but a government, the people there are not themselves unruly and need also wisdom. It is that they are, it, it, it is a good thing that God has done it and that even those people need to pay attention. Remember, we start our, our podcast, Wow, What a Show, right? And and I mean that from the very depths of my heart. I mean, I really mean it because the wow is the recognition that the heavens declare the glory of God, that the uh, firmament shows his handiwork, that day unto day utter speech, night unto night knowledge in him, in the in the sun he said a, a tabernacle for the sun and it goes on and on and i you know i haven't memorized it but i um i, I know the contents thereof it says um they are today shows knowledge so there is no speech nor language where the voice their voice this powerful display of god's glory is not heard Right. And it goes on, you know, and he talks more about that natural order. And then we get to uh, verse seven and says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converts the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes wise the simple. Right. The testimony of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is clean. The statutes of the Lord are right and they should be desired. This is wisdom. What God has done is a wise thing. And wisdom then, some, it, it is a, um, a lofty attainment, right? And the only way that we can get it is that we pay attention to what God has done and his word. I just think that, um, yeah, then uh, Gabs, we go on and, and, and verse four says, unto you, O men, I call and my voice is to the sons of man. In other words, I, I'm, I'm calling you 
where everything that I'm doing, you know, is about me calling you. In other words, I'm trying to get your attention. Pay attention. Yeah. How, how do we get, I mean, how does wisdom get our attention? Job asks, where can we find wisdom? And where is understanding? How do we get that? So God says, mm -hmm. ask for it. Amen. We are, we are um, familiar with it from our from the Word of God. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to take it. I'm, I think yeah, definitely being in God's word uh, imparts to us his um, his wisdom, but also and also just being able to recognize the order of God, the magnificence of God, the um, way that he has created man, all the things that he has done get, I believe that gets your attention. Um, whether or not you are totally drawn into the idea that God is and that there is a Bible and that there is, you know, a redemption wrought through his son, Jesus Christ. The, 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 the fact still remains that his wisdom is on display. You really can see the wisdom of God, right? And so... That is, that's the beginning, just to, to recognize and to know. I think just before you came on, I was saying, when you observe the natural world, it, it's amazed, you are amazed by it all. And if you now have also encountered the law of God, if you know about Jesus Christ, you would naturally turn there for, for answers. But there are people who, who don't know, and they respond as well to the natural order of things. And this is just me talking as I have quoted Psalm 19 over and over and over again. And then I remember Romans, uh, I think it's chapter two, it says that those you know who are without God, though they, they're kind of doing the right thing, they are law unto themselves. And, and they could actually be doing things that are in the order of God and that he would also ordain for them to do. There's a certain wisdom. They don't know the redemptive work of, of God through Christ, but they recognize 
that there is a power, right? So that, that to me, that's kind of what I am saying. And I hear you loud and clear. How do you get it? I do love the fact that you uh, brought out that point. You ask God for it. You, we ask him. And the Bible says he gives liberally if you ask. Yeah. And uh, we're reading Proverbs that, you know, not all are written by Solomon, so I'm told, but or in my studies, but the, you know, it's, it is the beginning of this is by Solomon. He has collected all of these um, wise sayings that we're going to come to. And he's writing to his son and God gave to him because when the Lord asked him when he became king, what do you want? He said, the wisdom to lead your people, to guide the people. And the Lord was uh, touched by Solomon's request and he gave him liberally. He gave him wisdom liberally. So that is the kind of the point that I'm bringing in. We have to acknowledge that there is wisdom in the in the way that the the chapter tells it is it's crying out everywhere you know it's on the high mountain it's up in the you know in the halls of government it's down in the streets it's you know it's you it's it's the the mere fact that you exist and i exist and we have gifts and we are, are operating you know in ways that are fantastic men can do great stuff you know they discover those things that god has put here put them to use, and we come up with things like this technology we're using even at this time. So wisdom is everywhere. Wisdom is the voice of God. It is also the knowledge of God, but more than knowledge, it is how he has applied his knowledge to order things around us. And so here, verse 6 says, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. How is that wisdom? I'll bet a lot of you, okay, so Reems writes, and as we read through Proverbs, they are so poignant, sometimes seems so simple, yet so profound. Right, we have to we have to contemplate it, right? We have to think on it. We have to know what it's saying. And uh, then you memorize them. And I, I dare say that as we go, it becomes even more apparent what is being uh, imparted to us. You begin to practice and there it is. You know, you, you're working it out. You're working it out. So Gabs, you want to go again and read, um, let's see, verse 9. I'm sorry, start with verse 8 and go 9 and 10. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverted in them. They are all plain to him that understands, and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver, and not knowledge rather than choice of gold. Yeah. And um, the, 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 the call, the plead here, right? And, and you can comment, Gabs, anytime you like. The, the, the plead is on the basis of its value. Um, wisdom, he says, all the words of my mouth are righteous and they're not perverse. Now, one could get confused with, um, because there's a lot of perversion in the world. 
There's a lot of stuff that doesn't look very wise at all, right? Wars don't look very wise. Killings don't look very wise. Um, misconduct, immorality, these things don't look wise at all. And they are not wise. We've already been warned. We've already been told. The examples have already been laid, even this early in the chap in the book. However, that which has has been perverted is not what God has spoken. That which is perverted is the cause of man and his misuse of what God has given as order. And then uh, the, 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 the uh, writer tells us the value here uh, for wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared with it. There is nothing else that we could even begin to compare with the wisdom of God. And, uh, and yet we do. And when we do, we bring about these perversions. But God's words are not perverse. God's ways are not distorted. Uh, they are not immoral. They are not disorder. They are not chaos. Just look at the world, at the natural world. Every time you get up in the morning, you and I and everybody in the world sees the order and the beauty of God on display, which is a, a statement of his glory. And therefore, also, like it says, the night not, is knowledge, the day is uttering speech, the, the, the firmament shows his handiwork, right? This is ordered. It doesn't get out of order. Even when a storm comes or even when there's a flood, um, there is a, 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 a pressing forward. And some of it is being uh, thrown out of balance because not of God, those things which we do. We're right now fighting the idea of climate change. And whether we believe the climate is going to change or not, the truth is by the scientists' own uh, uh, research and, and reporting, things are being affected by the well, what we do, by the perversions we use in the world. I'm just, I'm, you know, it, it's the way I see it. If anyone, okay, I'm looking here and I see, uh, therefore our benefit, absolutely. All these, as we read through the Bible, they are poignant and sometimes so simple yet so profound. And Reams writes, they are for our benefit. And Reams write, man's doing, absolutely. Absolutely. It is not good for man to be alone. And so God gave him a help meet, right? And they were that they twain shall be one flesh. It's all written in Genesis. How what that what the order of that relationship should have been. And yet we come down the road. Not too far from the beginning. And what do we have? We got, you know, a, a harlot on the street trying to get pregnant by her father-in-law because her husband died and he you know it just got really crazy there <laughs> it gets a little crazy so there are perversions but God is not perverse in his way not at all and from I wisdom dwell in with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Yeah, you discover we're doing it. And it goes all the way down. You went to verse 17 
uh, the Lord is even saying that counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. And we already said that it isn't that people don't pervert even that. It is that the the order of of um, the Lord to have have someone take the lead in making sure that society has an order and that people are provided for in the wisdom of those people who should be ruling that to me bespeaks God's wisdom as well. And that's what the uh, the book is saying. So Gabs drops down to, I love them that love me and those that seek me early shall find me. Gabs read that riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness and in the midst of the paths of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will feel their treasures. It's lovely. These are the benefits of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, well, I thought you were going to go the benefits. <laughs> the benefits of. Absolutely. And uh, by the way, this is uh, Lady Wisdom is speaking. Remember, she's personified. And so we're hearing her own um, this description of herself, so to speak. This is the counsel, the word of God, and it is inspired. So despite the fact that people, you know, I, I did a little, little re research uh, on the Proverbs and it, it's written that um, there are probabilities, and and I do believe that to that you know when we get into the constant one little statement after another, those probabilities say that if you do that, it is most likely that you will reap the benefit from it. But at this point, this is the word of God, and the whole book is inspired. So if it's inspired word. It means that God does not fail to know what he's talking about. So he's saying to us, by allowing wisdom to speak, 
And this is wisdom personified, but it's really the voice of God for sure. That's great, Gabs. Uh, she goes on to say, a wisdom goes on to speak again. I lead in the way of righteousness. And we go, you know, before the mountains were settled, before the hills were I brought forth. Uh, God didn't do the world. He didn't make it in the absence of wisdom because he is wisdom, you see. And so before the foundations of the world, wisdom was with God. And the whole plan of everything, the, the, the shaping of the world, the populating of the seas and the skies and the beasts of the field and the creation of man, all of this came out of the wisdom of God. So, you know, wonder, mm-hmm, tis, that's right. Thank you, taking us back to the Proverbs. Listening, hearing the spoken word is so beneficial. It is really good. It is good, and it is beneficial. So, um, there. Let's see. When there are, were no depths, okay. Before the mountains were settled, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth. When he established the clouds above, see, it's the same thing. When he gave to the sea his decree, et cetera, et cetera. And we go to um, uh, verse 32. Now, therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. How many times have we heard that just in these eight chapters? Here, here, here. Obey and, and, and live it out so that you will have life. This is, this, oh, I love the fact that we just keep going back to it because this is how we, 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 we chase a good life, right? Mm -hmm. We chase a good life by going to school, by getting you know you have, all of us have to go from 12 years to school and and then we they tacked on kindergarten because they're trying to make us all smarter than you know than we are <laughs> i think I, I don't think well i didn't go to kindergarten at all i really didn't even go to kindergarten but i went a few days to the little school with my godmother because she was a, a kindergarten teacher but I didn't do what that, what our children have to do now. They have to go to kindergarten, you know, and then they go to first grade and second and all the way through 12th. And then we send them off to four years of college. And now we're telling them you need a master's because without a master's, you cannot deal with the competition. And then a lot of folks go on and get the PhD. But honest to goodness, does that make people wise? Does that really cause a man or a woman to seize a good life in terms of joy, peace, and the very happiness they chase? Yeah. Well, it's a wisdom of the world, and then there's a wisdom that God is telling us about and telling us we should get. So that's the difference to me. And though you can gain the wisdom of the world and and have a good life, if you it goes to the the uh, scripture that says, 
what good is it that you've gained the whole world and and then turn around and lose your soul? So, you know, you, there is a difference in worldly wisdom and the wisdom that God speaks about. And so um, if if God's wisdom leads to the things that we are chasing now, I, I, yeah, I, I hear you. The wisdom of the world is to get the education, get the good job, buy the car, buy the whatever you're going to buy, you know, do what you're going to do. Right. But if when you do all of that, you still have not obtained peace and joy and happiness and uh, good friendships and good relationships. Is it even wisdom? I guess that's my question to myself. Is it even uh, wisdom? Mm. <laughs> we can hear you loud and clear now since the gaps, we surely can. Uh, but yes, the wisdom of the world says do this or are the methods of the world. And God's wisdom are saying, God's wisdom is saying that this is, you know, his law, the, the things that he teaches us is how we obtain it. And um, in the getting of it all, the Proverbs 4 tells us to get understanding. So we gain knowledge, which is the way the world would do a thing. We begin to comprehend the method and uh, we get it. But if we don't have a, a real sense of the application of the knowledge that we acquire and how that application will affect our daily living, our daily, well, long-term, even long-term, then um, have we uh, have we achieved what we are after, really and truly? What is that? It says in chapter two, it says, when wisdom enters into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things. And you it's, it's just all about preserving the soul, preserving mm -hmm. the, the soul so that you, you live in this life to live again. Oh, because yes. Now you're choosing, you're choosing the righteousness of God, wisdom. Very good, very good. And uh, Reem says, "Yes, yes, wisdom." I believe God's word. I believe God's word, wisdom, undergirds it all. And God's yeah, that's word, it. Which is wisdom. God's word is wisdom, and it undergirds it all. Yep. Absolutely. And again, the, in the final analysis, whoever finds wisdom, it was 35, verse 35 said, whoever finds me, wisdom is speaking here, finds life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, right, just, mm-hmm. I, I thought immediately of faith, um, the, the scripture that says without faith, it is impossible to please God, but that 
faith in God or faith in the th- in what God teaches us, faith in God, belief there um, is the the path to um, answered prayer and um, deliverance from those things which plague us in life, fear and, you know, bad relationships, tension and conflict. That is what I thought of when I just read that. That's why I stopped for a moment because it just kind of invaded my mind. That's right. So um, the favor of the Lord lies in us hearing him and being obedient, just as you said, Abenona. But he that sinneth against me wrongfully, wrongest, I mean, I'm sorry, Wrong. he who yeah. sins against me wrongs his own soul and all those that hate me, wisdom again is speaking, find uh, they love, love death. They love death. They love death. Yeah. And you don't even know you're loving death, right? But you, you're getting deeper and deeper into it. Getting deeper yeah, and deeper like, into it. It's like in the, the um, where the verse, chapter 7, where she's describing to him how she's prepared her bed with these scents. It's like the scents that she's choosing to use are also the scents that they use to dress the dead body. So it's like, mm. this is your, you climb into this bed, this is the end of you. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. So when, when Wisdom says she's in the very high places and she's even at the post doors when you come in, I mean, there is wisdom. If you're, you've got to be um, perched like a uh, an animal for his prey. You've got to really be seeing and hearing and taking <laughs> it in and weighing it all, weigh it against the word of God to make sure Absolutely. you know That's right. what you're doing. God provides for us through the ability and sense to gain knowledge. Um, through the ability and sense to gain knowledge, yet he admonishes us to frame or border all our accomplishments and achievements with his admonishments. Same things you were saying. That's Sister Ring. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, like, um, I am not against a person being educated because knowledge um Excuse me. Knowledge is information, and we need information to 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 move through the world. Even even getting acquainted with God's word, studying God's word is education. Oops. Absolutely. Are you so, there? I am. I I'm coughing, so I'm trying. You know, I muted out so I could cough but nonetheless so then the framing of it that's right letting god's word be the be the proof of how we understand what we have attained through education and how we apply what we know to to the practice of our lives absolutely and that is i i do believe the ultimate 
um, uh, message, themes, you know, of this of this chapter. Understanding that wisdom is crying out to you. I I love your imagery, Gabs. You have to be perched, you know. <laughs> you you have to be watchful, vigilant. You have to know what is around you, what's going on, and uh, who who you're with, really and truly, by uh, deciphering through your understanding of matters you hear. And you know what? If you really and truly, if you don't know God's word, like I always like to 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 kind of look out as if people don't know God's word, as if they don't even know it's theirs sometimes because. If wisdom is crying out in all these places, that to me uh, implies that there is a wisdom that you can have even before you get the ultimate wisdom. And so, like you were saying, that, that, that you know, that young man, uh, Solomon looks like he sees a young guy and she's she's married. Oh, she, she's married. <laughs> she's married. And he <laughs> drawing this man into her home and telling him all this stuff. Now, if if his if his um, desire, you know, if his lust for what he should not have has already been spoken to by the very society in which he lives, wisdom is presenting itself. He should, in his own mind, say, mm, 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 mm. "What in the world will I get into if I go into this lady is married?" You know what I mean? Like I, I'm bringing, of course, into the contemporary life. But to me, that wisdom yeah. was standing there for him to to perceive, and he should have yeah. gone in a different direction, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's kind I mean, of if where I to think about it. Yes. She's describing to him these things. And if he takes a minute mm -hmm. just to stand back, you know. You know, the wisdom in this chapter is, the, is, is saying that wisdom is the most valuable treasure you can have beyond gold, rubies, silver, you know, beyond all of that. It is the most valuable treasure outside of... Mm -hmm. You know, having salvation, being in yep. in Christ. Yes, and and I want to encourage all who you know. The, probably everybody on the line already knows a thing or two about Christ mm -hmm. and and the wisdom that God speaks. There are young people who are not at all interested, and so if I were talking to one of them, I would really try to reason with them where wisdom appears, where they have the choice to be wise or to continue in the perverse way uh, to satisfy their own lusts and their own desires. And I just have found a, when I am with young people and I hear them talking that they do not consider wisdom. For example, I'm going to give, you know, a very a very extreme kind of example. Um, when young people are at parties and alcohol and drugs and cigarettes and all that are being gone and illicit sex, you know, they're just, it's all one big conglomeration of many things that are very unwise <clears throat> to uh, partake of. Instead of 
the information. Now, guess what? You know, these kids have been taught in school, in the health classes. This has been going on since the early 80s or mid 80s. Uh, all that can befall you if you involve yourself in this lifestyle or in the it just in trying some of this stuff. <clears throat> and yet when they are there, they don't wisdom never even enters their mind. It doesn't enter their <laughs> or it might. It might. I can't say that. I think some people, uh, some kiddos do things because it makes them look cool or they want to fit in or whatever. But the wisdom. Yes. You're on mute again. We're not hearing you. <laughs> I'm sorry. They don't follow wisdom. We do you hear me? Can you hear me now? Now we do. We uh, do. All righty. Because yeah. I, you know. I'm sorry, though, though the children in those situations, even though they have the information that could inform them, they still make bad choices. And so wisdom is not there. And my conversation with them would be to say, wisdom is right before you. You know what will happen. They can see each other throwing up and, you know, I, like I used to go out with a girl. Yeah, all that stuff. So, so wisdom is there. Wisdom is in front of you. You can actually see the detriment of what is going on and yet uh, still make a wrong choice. And I'm talking uh, youth, right? And so I, yeah, I, I really want to invite, and, and that's what I've been doing. I'm inviting as many younger people as I know so that as we talk through the Proverbs, we can impart to them just this very message that wisdom is everywhere. And in the in the understanding, well, not understanding because they don't understand, else they wouldn't make these choices. But with the information that you have been given, assess your situation, look around you and see what is actually happening. And then ask yourself, do I want to be like that? I'm telling you, I would go out with this young girl. You know, we worked from four to 11 or 12 or something like that. And when we got off, it was in college. When we got off work, we would always go to my favorite little spot, right? <laughs> uh, and we could drink beer, you know, and uh, <laughs> we would eat. That's what we would go to do. We, you know, at 12 o'clock at night, we're eating. And this one, one young lady would drink beer and beer and beer after beer after beer until she was so sick and I guess drunk, you know? I was, I was always so astounded by that because time after time, she would get so sick, you know, and she's throwing up and throwing up. Let me tell you how that, that really, that was information enough for me. I'm thinking to myself. I know. There is no, <laughs> there is no way like I'm that. doing I don't that. Feel I'm that. telling you, I don't want to feel that at all. And then there was another young, young lady from India. She was married and she didn't like her marriage. She always talked about her marriage, right? And how she, she had an arranged marriage. We would eat, right? And then she would go to the bathroom and put her finger down her throat. This is the same little crowd that I was hanging with, right? Put her finger down her throat and throw up so that she wouldn't gain weight. I would honest goodness, oh I just God. I was so astounded by this group. 
ultimately I said to myself, because a young girl who was drinking herself to death threw up in my car and I I had to clean it up. I'm thinking, no, 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 this will not do. Because yes. you see, I can't I couldn't stand to smell it. Oh gosh, I was gonna, you know, be easy myself. Absolutely. I know that was difficult for you, Phyllis. Oh yes. Totally. So you you had to be scared straight from that point forward. I was indeed scared. <laughs> I I know how how that went for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, <laughs> if you consider like like there's even this this for some young people this carries into adulthood like Sister Reem says, but also the fact that the world taunts this this thing, you know, you fun party party and you're young this yeah is what you should be doing and then of course the wisdom of god tells us something totally different and the bible says so there are a man can devise his own way you know but mm-hmm. therein and it seems right to him but therein you know you it leads you to total destruction yes so it's important <laughs> it's yeah. imperative to life to get wisdom to seek after it and to to follow after christ and to know thing to choose yeah really and truly who wants to clean up someone else's (laughs) and i surely didn't want to go throw up my food i'm thinking good god this is amazing I listened, I did this for for probably a couple of months. You know, I watched them live like this and wisdom was talking to Phyllis. I'm telling you, I'm thinking I do not, I don't want to do, I don't want to be that. You know, I don't want to do that. Um, and uh, she was so miserably married. It was not good. But wisdom, really and truly, I'm looking at that, right? And um, of course, you know, I did come up under the tutelage of a woman. My mother was just solid in the word of God, and she was always telling us and speaking. So I did have foundation, and they may not have had one. But surely, just looking at that, for me, was wisdom. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is not going to work. I Somehow, I have to find my way out of this. And I did. I did. I stopped going out with them night after night. I think I I just resigned the job. I honestly do, because it was too much for me. It was too much, and I couldn't bear to watch them. And I didn't know what to do for them either. You know, like I I did probably talk to. Uh, she was bulimic. She was actually bulimic. Yeah. And it was long before bulimia was you know out in the public and people were talking about it. I didn't right. know how to, and exactly. I would say, why do you do, I did talk, I did, I kept saying, you shouldn't do that, that just, I don't know how you can do that, right, because I, ooh, but nonetheless, that's what, that's what I'm saying, this is what I want to get young people um, uh, to begin to consider in their lives, because if you know young folks, like I know young folks, I work with them, and they've told me these horror stories about what they did on the weekend. And I would just sit there and say, you know, I would ask questions because, of course, you cannot act like it's out there somewhere if you want to keep their attention. And I, w- I did really, really talk a lot with um, a lot of young folk. They would sit in my office and just pour out their little hearts and be absolutely unhappy. 
you know, so wisdom is there. And that's what we want to say. So Gabs, you thank you so much for, for, you know, just coming in and reading and, and helping to discuss this again. Uh, eighth chapter of Proverbs, your summation is simply that, as you've spoken, if you can think of it and say it again, I would love it. Uh, just give us one more time your summation of what you read. Oh my, I believe that <laughs> wisdom in this chapter is just a, alerting us that it is the most valued treasure we mm -hmm. can possess beyond gold, silver, and rubies. It is the most important thing for life and that the this wisdom is the essence and the presence of God. Amen. And like she's saying here, um, does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? She mm. standeth at the tops of high places. She's by the way in the places of the paths. If you just will take heed, it behooves us mm. to learn of God and to yes. seek after righteousness and to yield our way to the Most High because out of it are the issues of life. <laughs> so we need to get it, get the wisdom and get the understanding that God has for us. It's a little, it's not quite the same as the world. The world is taunting us something totally different. Yeah. And I, I believe that what I would always tell my children is this, believe me, if everyone is doing it, <laughs> rethink it. You don't need to do that. I'm telling you. That's sometimes the case, yeah. I say so the it's same. the value treasure, wisdom. Wisdom is the value treasure. We have to mm. trust the Lord with our heart and <laughs> yield to his understanding, not our own. <laughs> Glory to God. And uh, Sister Reeves, right. And work and resolve. We have to work at it. Yeah. Can you hear me, Gabs? Yes. Okay. Sister Reeves says... Um, uh, to, yeah, yeah, we're not gonna let we're not gonna let this regurgitating go away because I think the imagery is enough to scare you straight, like Gab said. <laughs> and Rima responds, "I just would have died on the spot. I can't do throw up, <laughs> honey. I couldn't either." And there they were, both of them throwing up for different reasons, but they were throwing. And and the the one who would do the bulimia, she would always ask me to go to the bathroom with her, right? So I would go in there and I'm watching her do this thing. Absolutely wisdom. <clears throat> now, you know what? I could have I could have followed her in that because I was a dancer and I always had kind of a, you know, a little um kind of thickly built, you know, out of all my sisters, I was always like the thickest, and yet I was still very you know, I was small. I was I wasn't I, I didn't have fat on, on my body, but I, I was I'm I'm muscular, right? But I wanted to lose even more weight. So I'm seeing her, that was her weight management system, throwing up this food. Mm. And I, I would sit there and I think, I think maybe one time I even tried, but God knows, you know what I'm saying? I can't even stand to throw up during my pregnancies. I'm doing all this, I, 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 no, 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 no. Um, I know you. <laughs> a girl that you, you do, you absolutely do. Very squeamish. So we want to, listen, every morning we come to do this program, every night, I now have a group of young folks from my contact list, 
and I'm inviting them to hear it, inviting them to hear it. Now, I know they're not just going to turn around and join or, or, you know, just maybe come in and be redeemed. But to hear it is very important. Plant the seed. Planting the seed. seed. Absolutely. And so I implore all of us who've come into the studio today, if you are not yourself young uh, and you know other um, young people, or if you are young, you know other young people, invite them to join us here. We are very pleased to hear your comments. And if you write a question that is beyond our uh, wisdom (laughs) to respond to, (laughs) we have friends who could probably do a real good job for you. Uh, Pastor Thomas even is in our audience this morning. I really appreciate him coming. And uh, he he has a wonderful uh, podcast with us where you can ask questions and you can seek the wisdom of God because he knows the scriptures. And so, you know, we, we are also equipped with God's word and we will do our best, but do invite. And if they don't come, find your way in conversation with them. One of the strategies that the Lord truly showed me when I was working with all these people, I've worked with so many different Uh, circumstances in life for people, right? And I know that without a friendship, if you do not get to know people, you are not going to make many strides. And, you know, God can do anything. He can speak to a stranger through you and and the man go somewhere you'll never know into glory and, and give his life to Christ. I know God can do that. But my strategy, the strategy that he gave me in talking about very difficult things was to make sure they knew first and foremost that I am not their judge and that I did care very much. And in so doing, I really began, I learned to love. I did learn to share the love of God. And so these proverbs written to the son or, you know, that's how God set it up. So we know that he means for these uh, words of wisdom to be imparted at a younger age. And hopefully those of us who are older have gone through and you know studied and been with the Lord long enough to show forth the wisdom of God in our lives. We're not perfect people. We do make mistakes. I say be quick to admit, quick to ask forgiveness, quick to forgive, and continue in the love of God, right? And and we will, I'm sure, yeah, praise be to God. The world, the world entices God's wisdom, admonishes, warns, and cautions. Yes, the world will entice you to pleasure. God will will, uh, invite you to peace. The world invites you to chaos, you know, and, um, <clears throat> oh, good morning, Miss Teeny. She's back with us. I love it. And God, God, uh, God's word uh, is, is a, a release of the burdens that we carry. Because after you have thrown up and drank, you drank too much and you don't, you know, you, you are living with the aftermath of all the things that we do, all the bad choices that we make. There is remorse. It goes on for a minute, but there eventually is remorse. 
And the Lord offers us a place to dump the burden and to be rid of the guilt. Not that you didn't do it. You did do it. You know, I am guilty, right? But God's forgiveness is better than any man's forgiveness, and you will be relieved of the burden of that guilt. Oh, my goodness. He's a wonderful Lord, and we just thank him so much. Yes. God bless all of you who have come to uh, participate this morning. You always give my, you know, you do make my heart glad because I am not necessarily expecting anyone to give up their time to hear me speak, but God is speaking as we read through his Proverbs. And I thank you so much for joining me. You give it, you give me really a, a, a smile along with my music here. <laughs> I love the music. And so I'm always <laughs> going to share it <laughs> because after end of one of these wonderful sessions, what do we have? Woo, we have a party going on inside. I know that mm. I have been in the presence of the Lord in his Joy word. Unspeakable. Joy Amen. unspeakable. Amen. In what is the psalm? Oh goodness, this is my favorite psalm. It was in my, my master's project. I wrote this. Uh, oh goodness. I can't even say it. The, the psalm. <sighs> he has turned for me my morning into dancing. Absolutely. God has taken a, a broken heart over many things and given, he's mended it. And he's caused to cause me to have great joy every morning. New mercy, great joy for the day. I love it. God bless everyone. Thank you, Gabs. You've been so uh, gracious in giving your time. And thank you. I... <laughs> oh, but whatever you did to be. You know, I'm learning. Her. I'm learning. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank Very God. good. Very good. God bless you, Sister Means. Pastor Thomas. Um, let me see who else. Uh, teeny, God bless my dear teen. Um, who else do we have? PBGF8597FC, thank you for coming. Uh, let's see, who else was it? And dance a while. Tulian, hallelujah. Lovely, lovely. Come again every day at 9 o'clock a.m., except Sunday. On Sunday, we read at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon, but every other day, nine o'clock a.m. And every night, 8.30, except Wednesday and Sunday, of course, because we're doing just one on Sunday. On Wednesday, we will be in session at eight o'clock with Pastor Thomas. And so we will read uh, the Proverbs at 6 p.m. And with that, I expect to see you all again. God bless you. Have a great day in Christ Jesus. He's good. And remember, wisdom cries to you and to me and is inviting you to come in to the shelter and the beauty of the love of Christ. Bye-bye.